This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listener discretion is advised. This episode contains discussions of ritual suicide that may be upsetting for some listeners. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. It was early on December 21st, 2012, in the tiny rural French village of Bougarage. The sun wasn't up yet, but the quaint streets surrounding the village were already clogged with news vans. All their cameras were pointed at the Peak de Bougarage, the rocky mountain peak towering above the village. A line of visitors waited near the base of the mountain. Some wore traditional hiking gear, others dressed in white robes or showed off headdresses handmade out of twigs. Each had their own method of communing with the mountain. Some chanted or breathed deeply and rhythmically. A few stepped off the trail to place their hands on an inviting rock or to hug a tree that called out to them. The rock faces along the trail had been decorated with paint handprints, carvings, and etched illustrations, messages from the pilgrims who came before them. These markings and signals had unique meaning for each hiker. Some were looking for signs of alien life. Some searched for a cave that would lead them to treasure or to a hidden subterranean world. Others were simply seeking a sense of tranquility. They came from every walk of life, but they had all gathered in the shadow of the mysterious peak early in the morning for the same reason. On that fateful December day, they all believed the world was going to end. Welcome to Unexplained Mysteries, a ParCast original. I'm your host, Molly. And I'm your host, Richard. In life, there's so much we don't know. But in this show, we don't take we don't know for an answer. Every Thursday, we investigate the greatest mysteries of history and life on Earth. You can find episodes of Unexplained Mysteries and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. To stream Unexplained Mysteries for free on Spotify, 
just open the app and type Unexplained Mysteries in the search bar. This is our first episode on Bougarage, a mystical mountain peak in southern France. For centuries, it has attracted New Age believers, ufologists, occultists, hippies, doomsday cults, and the curious. This week, we'll cover the peculiar geology of the mountain and some of the strange occurrences in its history. Then, we'll recount the peak's height of fame, when it was rumored to be the only location on Earth that would survive the apocalypse predicted by the ancient Mayans. Next week, we'll explore a few theories about what gives the mountain its power. Could the mountain's magnetic draw be explained away as the result of mass hysteria? Just a trick of our collective consciousness? Or could there be an extraordinary object, like the Ark of the Covenant, hidden inside the mountain? And is it possible that aliens are using the mountain's many caves to store their spacecraft, or even hibernating there? The peak of the Bougarage Mountain is the highest in the Corbière Range, spiking 4,035 feet above sea level. It sits in the foothills of the famous Pyrenees mountain range that divides France and Spain. There has been much debate and speculation about what could be inside Bougarache. In spite of all the wild theorizing, there's one thing we can say for certain about the interior. It's hollow. Bougarage contains a vast, uncharted network of limestone caves carved over millions of years by an underground river. The limestone passages are bewildering and can be difficult to navigate. It's speculated that not all the caverns have been explored by humans. We can't be sure what lives inside the mountain or what might be hidden within it. But the mountain's strangest feature is its atypical geological layering. Geologists refer to Bougarage as the upside-down mountain. The rock located at Bougarage's peak dates to the Jurassic Age, about 145 million years ago. The rock beneath the peak only dates to the Cretaceous Age, about 75 million years ago. For most other mountains on the planet, it's the opposite. The youngest rock is at the top. It's as if at some point in the mountain's ancient past, the top of the mountain was blasted off, flipped over in midair, and then landed upside down. Because the mountain is inverted, some speculate that the magnetic poles in the area are reversed as well. Anecdotal accounts tell of hikers' compasses going haywire on Bougarache's peak. And if the magnetic field around the mountain really is reversed, it could have grave consequences for nearby aircraft. Airplanes rely on magnetism to operate their navigational equipment. That said, French aviation authorities reportedly deny that the airspace around the mountain is limited in any way, and there are no records of airplane crashes near Bougarage. But some locals claim they never see planes near the mountain at all. Although it may not be public, it appears the French authorities know better than to send planes over Bougarage. With so many strange physical attributes, it makes sense that Bougarache became the subject of myths. Folklore about the mountain dates back to the 15th century. The most popular legends about the mountain are well represented in the work of one man, Daniel Bedix. Bedix first heard about Bougarache around 1960, 
when he was researching the extinct Christian sect, the Cathars. For a full history of the group, you can check out the episode of ParCast's other show, Secret Societies, which covered the Cathars in depth. Here we'll focus on how they relate to Bugaraj. During the 12th century, Catharism developed from the Bogomils, the Manichaeans, and other Gnostic Christians. As the sect grew, groups of Cathars settled mostly in a province called Languedoc in southern France, an area that includes Bougarache. Their foundational ideologies included treating men and women as equals, discouraging marriage in favor of complete celibacy, and renouncing earthly wealth for a minimalist lifestyle. All these beliefs were revolutionary for their time. In fact, the Catholic Church considered them heretics and a threat. By the beginning of the 13th century, Pope Innocent III was fed up. He ordered a crusade against the Cathars. The Cathars and their allies sought refuge inside castles high up in the same Pyrenees foothills that include Bougarache. Legend has it that when the Cathars faced certain annihilation at the hands of the Crusaders, a small band of Cathar rebels snuck a priceless relic out of their mountainous stronghold. It's not clear what exactly the Cathars were protecting, but some, like Daniel Betex, had a theory. The Ark of the Covenant. According to legend, the elusive Ark of the Covenant is an intricate gold-covered chest containing the original stone tablets recording the Ten Commandments. The Ark is said to have many mystical powers, and one of them is downright terrifying. If anyone who touches the Ark is deemed unworthy by God, they shall be instantly smited, struck down by his power, and killed where they stand. Powers aside, the Ark has been missing for centuries. It remains the subject of searches by archaeologists and treasure hunters to this day. Among them, Daniel Bettix. When Daniel Bettix dove into Cathar research in the 1960s, he was hoping to get his hands on the Ark. He thought Bougarage's many caves would have been an appealing hiding place for the Cathars to hide it. But Bettix began his research looking for one thing and ended up finding another. As Bettix researched the history of Bougarage, he came upon a treasure trove of legends about underground civilizations living inside the mountain. Bettix was blown away by the similarities of the stories told generation after generation. Bettix, and most of the world, was already familiar with author Jules Verne and his novel, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Bougarache was rumored to have inspired Verne's famous work about the jaw-dropping life and landscapes inside the Earth. But the historic tales Bettix stumbled across showed that Verne was not the first to write about subterranean life inside Bougarage. And perhaps not all these stories were fictional. Bettix set out to find this mythical entrance to a hidden underground world inside Bougarage. Using the details assembled in the thesis, he located a cave on Bougarage that seemed promising. But when he tried to explore it, he saw it was blocked. This only reinforced Bedex's hunch that he'd found the correct passage. Restricted access suggested that there was something inside worth protecting. 
Bedix managed to get the cave reopened and followed it down, down, down. Until he finally reached a slow-moving subterranean river. But what really took Bedix's breath away wasn't the water. It was the rock at its edge. At the bottom of this newly unblocked cave was an L-shaped landing with a clear 90-degree corner. It looked like a wharf, something that a boat could easily navigate alongside. Rock that has been naturally carved by the flow of water is curved, flat, with no sharp edges. This structure was not naturally occurring. Someone or something had designed and built it. Bedix had made a major discovery. He continued exploring Bugaraj's caves and discovered other structures that appeared to be man-made. But he still had no idea who might have built them or when they were carved. And still, no sign of the Ark. He had to keep digging. Betex expanded his excavation to a Cathar castle nearby. There, he discovered several stones with carvings on them. One of them depicted a chest being carried away on a stretcher. Betex looked at the carving more closely. That chest on the stretcher. It wasn't just any chest. It could be the Ark of the Covenant. In his mind, Betex may have made a conclusive leap the carved stone suggested that the Ark had been moved from the castle. The evidence of man-made structures inside the Bugarash Caves suggested that they'd been inhabited by humans. Perhaps the underground societies he'd read about in folklore weren't fairies or a mythical race. They were generations of Cathars protecting the Ark. In 1988, Bedex's work accelerated. He'd been following this trail for over 20 years, but something had changed. Research colleagues who knew Bedex as a logical, even-keeled man suddenly found him high-strung, even manic. Before embarking on another trip inside Bugaraj, Bedex revealed the source of his excitement. He expected to return with the Ark. Bedex arrived at his excavation site inside Bugaraj and resumed his work, exhilarated, Three days later, Bedix was dead. There are several accounts of Bedix's death. Some say he was crushed to death when the cave he was working in collapsed. Others say his body was found in a cave, the victim of a heart attack or some other sudden malady. It's certainly possible that Bedix died of natural causes at the exact moment his research was about to pay off. But the timing feels too coincidental to ignore other possibilities. According to the Bible, anyone unworthy who touches the Ark of the Covenant is instantly struck down. Perhaps Bedex found the Ark against God's will and paid for it with his life. There's another possibility that's equally sinister, but more earthbound. After Bedex's death, his fellow researchers attempted to continue his life's work, but their efforts were mysteriously blocked by French authorities. The interference from the highest levels of government suggested that Bedex might have been close to something big and someone powerful didn't want it found. Maybe that someone decided to make sure Bedex couldn't finish his search. Since Daniel Bedex, many more have flocked to Bougarage looking for answers. 
For decades, the mountain continued to build a reputation as a place of power and mystery for those interested in the supernatural. But an unforeseen event brought Bougaraj from the offbeat into the mainstream. By 2010, chatter about the mountain town began to build on a variety of internet forums. Rumor had it, the planet and everything on it was scheduled for complete annihilation on December 21st, 2012, except for one place, Bougaraj. Coming up, how Bougarash's new fame turned dangerous. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now, back to the story. The peak of Mount Bougarage has been at the center of legends for centuries. Several mythical stories name Bougarage as the entry point to underground societies, and the Cathars are rumored to have hidden the Ark of the Covenant inside the mountain's caves. In the 21st century, human fascination with Bougarage continued to grow. But in 2010, a dangerously potent rumor began to appear. In 2010, the village in the valley below the mountain, also called Bougarage, remained a rural, sleepy town. The population was only about 200. About a quarter of those inhabitants were geriatric. Young or old, most residents spent their time tending to their gardens and praying in the village's single church. The big event most days was the arrival of a small butcher truck. When elections came around, the results were counted by hand. Many residents chose to witness the counting in person, but anyone who couldn't make the trip heard the results over an ancient loudspeaker system that broadcast throughout the village. According to the 2014 documentary, Bougarage, the hottest entertainer in town was a 12-year-old boy who performed magic tricks. His stage name was Slide the Magician. Life moved slowly here. That was all about to change. In the fall of 2010, Bougarage's mayor, Jean-Pierre Delors, presented an item to the town council, an internet rumor that their mountain was the only safe haven from the apocalypse. This particular doomsday had been linked to the ancient Mayans based on their calendar that spanned over 5,000 years. On December 21st, 2012, the 13th Bakhtun would be completed which meant the conclusion of a cycle and the start of a new one. A translated Mayan prophecy is said to read, the world of hate and materialism will end. With it, fear will end. Although the Mayans did predict the world's end, they did not predict the future survival of the human race depended on a mountain in the south of France. The ancient Mayans lived in modern-day Mexico and Central America, They'd never heard of Bougarache. At the time, the nation of France didn't even exist. But there's one primary reason Bougarage was singled out by internet theorists as the location of humanity's salvation. 
aliens. It's unclear exactly when extraterrestrials became part of Bugarash lore, but local shops sell a postcard with a flying saucer above the peak of its mountain. A Parisian occult bookseller named Paul Ponceau told the New York Times, we all know that aliens have been in Bougarage for thousands of years. They may be the forces who will help us get through 2012. We should mention that Paul offered no information about how or why anyone could be so certain, nor the names of those he referenced in his collective we. That said, there are many anecdotal accounts of alien sightings near the mountain. Some people describe strange lights that appear and disappear near the peak. Others say they can hear mechanical sounds coming from inside the mountain, as if the spaceships inside are preparing for takeoff. And the final takeoff was predicted for December 21st, 2012. According to Internet Buzz, the aliens in residence inside the bowels of Bugarash Mountain would awaken from hibernation that day. They would activate their spaceships, also stored inside the mountain, and fly them outside through the cave labyrinth. Any humans nearby would be beamed to safety inside the ships. From there, the aliens would navigate to another dimension or another planet that had more time left. Initially, locals viewed these new theories about their sleepy village with bemusement or indifference. Mayor Delore shrugged it off, telling The Guardian that the Mayan prediction was the 183rd end-of-the-world prophecy since antiquity. The villagers were already familiar with the myths about their home, and the 2012 apocalypse prediction was just one more. For the most part, the residents were grateful for the tales. They kept a steady stream of tourists coming, looking to experience the mountain. Bugarash always delivered. Hikers came off the mountain buzzing with excitement about their experiences. They were eager to share stories about strange graffiti along the trail and to analyze pictures of the odd cloud formations they observed. However, there was a less appealing side to living under a mythical mountain. Starting around 2000, the wide-eyed New Age believers, hippies, occultists, or esoterics, as they're referred to in French, didn't just come to visit, they started moving in. Just outside the village, makeshift housing intermingled with the forested mountain foothills. Prefab yurts, or hardy tents made out of canvas, mushroomed on flat stretches of grass. RVs and retrofitted buses sat among weeds where they were permanently parked. One esoteric built their own treehouse out of wood scraps. They strung animal bones on twine between the branches supporting their home. Only the dweller knows their true purpose. These forest-dwelling folks bathed in the river. They filled the valley with haunting chants and the wailing of singing bowls in the early morning, all in an effort to better connect to the powerful mountain. The conservative French villagers did not appreciate their unconventional neighbors. So when the rumors about the apocalypse started picking up speed, they grew concerned. As 2010 drew to a close, French authorities had tallied 2.5 million web pages with posts about Bougarage as the world's only sanctuary on December 21, 2012. Those numbers only increased as the Earth inched closer to the Mayan doomsday. 
About 10,000 hikers climbed the mountain in 2010. That number doubled in 2011. Bougarage Town Hall was a quiet old building with a small staff. But after the town's newfound internet popularity, the Civic Center became inundated with phone calls. One caller inquired about when the UFO could be expected. Would it coincide with the planetary alignment? Another caller asked if the town of Bougarage was planning to build their own spacecraft to escape the coming apocalypse. Others wanted to know about the volume and strength of fallout shelters that the town would provide to ride out whatever cataclysm was coming. Of course, the staff had no idea what most of these callers were talking about. They only knew one thing for certain. On December 21st, their tiny village was going to be overflowing. The locals were used to hosting the New Age believers, hippies, and occultists that the mountain attracted. But the tourists who turned up in 2011 seemed even more strange than usual. Groups didn't just hike the mountain. They wanted to collect pebbles from the mountain's feet. They wanted to spend the night on the mountain. They wanted to conduct ceremonies. Mayor Delore told the BBC that he witnessed sect members ascending the mountain to conduct rituals and strange ceremonies in outlandish white outfits. Others have been holding secret meetings in the forest near the village. Some hikers scaled the mountain in the nude. A local saw a couple of hippies carefully moving along the trail, each holding one end of a long thread. Suspended between them was a ball with a golden ring. A particularly large group assembled at the foot of the mountain one morning. They moved up the mountain in an orderly procession, arms crossed over their chests, holding small statuettes of the Virgin Mary. A guide leading a group on a hike up the mountain advised them, you can use your conscious breath to connect with the energies of the Bougarage Mountain. As you know, there are beings that live within the invisible. All cosmotelluric places and spots on higher ground are protected by guardians. The family nodded solemnly before beginning their trek. On their ascent, they often paused to listen, as if the mountain might suddenly speak. When they reached the peak, they sat down to hear more of the guide's wisdom. He gestured up to the sky. It's as if there's a tube of energy that connects the sky with the core of this mountain. It's said, and many have seen it, that there is a crystal of interterrestrial cities in the center of the mountain. Some esoterics were less obvious, but still alarmingly peculiar. Christina Brainer came from a neighboring village to attend a meeting in Bougarash. She told the New York Times that the other attendees looked, quote, normal, but they believed that an entity in the heavens was trying to communicate with them. But some of the visitors to Bougarage were more than just strange or unsettling. As doomsday grew even closer, hints of violence emerged. Bougarage wasn't unfamiliar with violence. In 2010, a misguided believer tried to perform harakiri on the mountain. Harakiri is a ritualistic Japanese suicide accomplished by stabbing oneself in the stomach, slicing across the abdomen, and then upward. Luckily, the suicide attempt was thwarted. 
But the Mayan apocalypse was going to bring danger like Bugaraj had never seen before. Ismo Nukanan, a journalist raising his family in Bugaraj, was rattled by the influx of esoterics. But true fear set in the day his teenage daughter told him she'd spotted a truck with graffiti on the door, reading Collective Suicide. Bugarash, 2012. Coming up, Mayor Delore calls in the French military. Now, back to the story. In early 2010, the locals in Bugarash learned their mountain town had, for some reason, been singled out as the only safe location on Earth during the 2012 apocalypse linked to the Mayan calendar. Bugarash villagers laughed off the end of the world internet prophecy, but in a way, it was about to come true. Life as they knew it in Bugarash was going to change forever. Bugarash had been drawing the curious and free-spirited for centuries, but in 2011, the tiny village with a population of 200 was flooded with more tourists than ever before. And not all those tourists were friendly. The mayor of Bougarache, Jean-Pierre Delors, reached out to the French national government for help. He immediately got the attention of Georges Fenech, president of Miveludes, a French agency whose mission is to protect the public from cults. Finnick flew a helicopter over Bougarage and observed six settlements near the base of the mountain. The settlements were allegedly occupied by the American Ramtha School of Enlightenment. The school was based on the work of Ramtha, a soldier who unlocked the key to immortality after warring with a famous subterranean society, Atlantis. The group has been widely criticized. Many former students have labeled the organization a cult claiming that mind control and coercion are used to retain members. Fennec was concerned that other dangerous groups could congregate in Bougarache. Based on what he saw in 2011, he estimated that up to 100,000 people could flock to the area by December 21st, 2012. His biggest concern was mass suicide. This fear loomed large in French minds, in 1994 and 1995, a cult called the Order of Solar Temple organized mass suicides of their members in France, Switzerland, and Canada. 53 people died in 1994. There were 16 deaths in France the next year. French authorities were keen to prevent another tragedy from occurring. Fennec told Reuters, I think we need to be careful. When you see what happened at Waco in the United States, we know this kind of thinking can influence vulnerable people. As 2012 began, villagers complained that even more esoterics arrived in the small town. Hotel and rental owners that would usually shut down for the winter stayed open for bookings on the fated day in December. But more alarming were the newcomers who weren't booking lodging. Instead, visitors were arriving in troops of RVs and campers and setting up camp at the edge of town. And they just kept coming. The BBC reported, the authorities say some individuals have bought land in the mountains with the intention of building bunkers where they can survive the end of the world surrounded by their acolytes. 
or even die together. Adding to the strange atmosphere was the sudden presence of national and international press. Locals couldn't visit the butcher without being asked their opinion about the coming apocalypse. One villager called the phenomenon mass delirium. The police presence in Bougaraj increased alongside the new esoterics. Eventually, members of the French military joined them. As the population of Bougaraj rose, so did tension and hostility. Less than three months before the fated doomsday, the carcass of a black cat was impaled on a spike near the main road leading into the village. Perhaps one of the esoterics and their strange ceremonies was responsible. Or perhaps one of the locals left the grisly bad omen, hoping to drive away the superstitious. Mid-November 2012, flyers were posted all over the town overnight. A local mother showed one of them to her boy. She was appalled by the message. The flyer featured a picture of a group of masked men armed with rifles. The text read, We are the elite. We will replace you. Bougaraj is ours. Obey or you will pay the consequences. By December, public Christmas festivities were postponed or canceled. Unofficial local militias began to form. As the date grew closer, anyone looking for evidence of the planet's impending doom could certainly find it. On December 7th, Japan was hit with an earthquake that registered 7.3 on the Richter scale. A tsunami followed. The brutal Syrian civil war continued to rage. In mid-December 2012, there were rumors that the Syrian military was preparing to use sarin, a lethal nerve gas, on its own people. Civilian casualties in Damascus spiked as tanks rolled into the suburbs. Mayor Delors and the federal authorities agreed that the roads into the village of Bougaraj would be closed prior to the dreaded date. When that news went public on December 12th, anonymous threats to the mayor's life started coming through on the town hall phone line. Bruno Quance, a journalist at the French newspaper The Independent, also received death threats. It was clear that access to Bougarache was a life and death matter. Meanwhile, the police and military presence in Bougarage continued to increase. At its peak, over 200 law enforcement officers occupied the town. There were more police and military members there than were permanent residents in the village. As planned, police set up roadblocks on December 17, 2012. Only the press and permitted local residents would be allowed into Bougarage. Anyone trying to bypass the roadblocks was arrested. Two individuals were taken into custody after trying to skirt roadblocks and access Bougarage via a back route on December 20th. The couple told police they were celebrating a birthday. This claim was undermined by their gas masks and weapons. The big day, December 21st, finally arrived. The press presence in the tiny village was stifling. Exasperated locals told the media, it's finally the end of the world, then we will be left alone. As you might remember, nothing cataclysmic occurred on December 21st, 2012. The same was true in Bougarage. No aliens emerged from the mountain. 
No mass suicide was attempted, although authorities did prevent one young man from throwing himself off the mountain. The local showman, Sly the Magician, stole the day by magically making a hot air balloon appear from behind a foothill. Just two days after the failed prediction, Mexican archaeologist Carmen Rojas told the Los Angeles Times that the interpretation of the Mayan calendar left some room for error. Some archaeologists admitted that the actual Mayan prediction of the end of the world may not occur for another year or even another hundred years. The pillars that have preserved the Mayan calendar for thousands of years may have been modified, so no Mayan doomsday prediction can ever be truly accurate. Although the Mayan prophecy proved false, law enforcement on the ground around Bugaraj remained vigilant. Serge Blisco, president of Miviludes, as of August 2012, had prepared them for the danger of unfulfilled expectations. Blisco told The Guardian, after these moments, there can be a danger of psychological collapse. If fragile, vulnerable people expect an event like the end of the world, and it doesn't happen, they can feel let down and in anguish. Blisco's hunch was correct. One conspiracy theorist who grew up and lived near Bougarage, Jean-Michel Pousse, considered himself the guardian of the mountain. He had spent many days leading up to the winter solstice recording his every movement around the mountain, positive he was finally going to meet the powerful entity he believed resided inside. After the fateful date passed, Pousse was moved to tears as he bid his rituals farewell. He said reverently, You are here, all around, everywhere. But we human beings, we only feel you. We don't see or hear you, but we will continue believing in you until the very end. No pressure, but please return soon, because we do have faith. After all the press cleared out and many of the newer forest dwellers moved on, some remained. They shared Poos's view. Whatever was inside Bougaraj was powerful, and its pull had not waned. Although the 2012 cataclysm didn't occur as predicted, the draw and power of Bougaraj remains undeniable. The fact that the mountain's mystique was unscathed by such a disastrously incorrect prediction is a testament to its staying power. Rather than becoming the butt of a joke, it remained a legendary monolith. Next week, we'll investigate Bougarage's mysterious draw further. The mountain's attraction could emanate from an extraordinary relic like the Ark of the Covenant. If it does, what really happened to Daniel Bettix? Perhaps the bowels of Bougarage really are home to a hibernating group of extraterrestrials, and the Mayans just predicted their awakening too early. Or maybe Bougarage doesn't house aliens at all, it's just a storage area for their spaceships. And why did an outlandish internet theory about the end of the world end up drawing thousands of people and the French military to a tiny village? Why would people hoping to be saved by aliens also plan to die by suicide? The mysteries have just as many turns as the limestone caves they lurk within.
Thanks again for tuning in to Unexplained Mysteries. We will be back Thursday with part two of the Peak de Bougarage. For more information on Bougarage, amongst the many sources we used, we found the French documentary Bougarage extremely helpful to our research. You can find all episodes of Unexplained Mysteries and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals like Unexplained Mysteries for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Unexplained Mysteries on Spotify, just open the app and type Unexplained Mysteries in the search bar. We'll see you next time. And remember, never take we don't know for an answer. Unexplained Mysteries was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. Executive producers include Max and Ron Cutler. Sound design by Russell Nash. With production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Travis Clark. This episode of Unexplained Mysteries was written by Hannah McIntosh with writing assistance by Maggie Admire and stars Molly Brandenburg and Richard Rossner. <laughs> <laughs>